Millions of dollars are being spent in a fight over two controversial ballot initiatives. Taken together, they would seriously restrict oil and gas development in Colorado. Opposing campaigns infused with this fresh flow of cash are all about one thing right now, signatures. Gathering enough of them to get these initiatives on the November ballot or stopping that from happening. Inside Energy's Lee Patterson reports. Ma'am, you a Colorado voter? Chris Goodwin walks up and down Boulder's busy Pearl Street Mall all afternoon, repeating himself. You a Colorado voter, sir? Actually in California. California. Goodwin is making $13 an hour collecting signatures for ballot initiative 75 and 78. One would give local governments the authority to regulate development. The other would greatly increase the setback distance. That's the distance between an oil and gas facility and places like schools and parks. Goodwin gets cut off by a lot of no's. Are you folks Colorado voters? We are, but we're not going to stop today. Okay, it'd be just real quick. It's, uh... Then Goodwin drops the F word. These are uh, to limit fracking in Colorado. Fracking. It stops Deborah Larrabee in her tracks. But there is, of course, more to these ballot initiatives than the F word. The Colorado Oil and Gas Commission estimates that if the setback measure were to take effect, 90% of surface acreage in Colorado would be off limits to new oil and gas development. Street address there. Deborah Larrabee signs the petitions. For some detail on who's funding the campaigns for and against these petitions. Hello. Hi, Jordan. Inside Energy data journalist Jordan Werfsbrock has been looking into records filed with Colorado's Secretary of State. We start with the environmental groups behind the initiatives. We've seen probably about $500,000 that they've collected so far, and that's mostly from individuals. So just, you know, your regular people. It's actually $424,000 and includes stuff like staff time from groups like Greenpeace and 350.org. The money is going to signature gathering, printing, social media, legal fees, that sort of thing. Now, the opposition, groups like Protect Colorado, the ones trying to keep these issues off the ballot, have collected more than $15 million, mostly from oil and gas companies. So the vast, vast, vast majority is going one place. It's going to this firm, a PR and marketing firm called PacWest. At the tone, please record your message. PacWest didn't return my messages, but Karen Crummy did. Karen Crummy, communications director for Protect Colorado. Protect Colorado has paid PacWest almost $5 million to run its campaign. I mean, it's the same thing that you do in any campaign. It's so it's media, it's polling. They don't care that it'd be disaster for Colorado's economy. It's jobs, TV ads, millions in TV ads from Protect Colorado so far. And as with the environmental groups, there's a ground game, which includes people dressed up as gigantic pencils as part of a decline to sign campaign. We went to downtown Denver to try and talk to them. I saw your signs and your pencil Yeah, costume. we're getting ready too. We're waiting for our other people that okay. are coming. They didn't want to be interviewed and eventually complained to a nearby police officer. Instead, Karen Crummy explains their message. Read what you're, you're about to sign. Your signature is valuable. So why have these issue committees mobilized such a massive campaign against the two ballot initiatives? This isn't just trying to add a new regulation or something. This would wipe out the whole industry. Are you guys Colorado voters? No. No? Okay. Back in Boulder, gathering signatures with Chris Goodwin. Fracking? Yes. It's hard to hear, but Barbara Tyler says fracking? Absolutely. 
She lives in Colorado, but is originally from Oklahoma, where oil wells dot the landscape. She worries about the environmental impacts of fracking, which is not directly what's in the ballot initiatives, but that's why she signs. <sighs> I don't want to destroy stuff. If both initiatives get the requisite number of signatures, Colorado voters will be able to weigh in on the future of oil and gas in November. For Inside Energy, I'm Lee Patterson. For more reporting, photos, video, and data, check out InsideEnergy.org.